Welcome to the Luna Files with your host, uh, and this is actually the first episode of the Luna Files, your host, Khalid Luna. I'm here with my guest, Sylvester Silva. Uh, this podcast is meant to be to hit major problems out there, not only in America, but in all cultures and in all societies around the world. So today our, our main focus is racial profiling. So how how are you, Sylvester? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing just fine. I mean, hitting an interesting topic, you know, racial profiling. What's your opinion on it? Uh, it's for me. It's really. It's like, it's almost like you're you're targeting someone just because just based off of like something like a stereotype or a or a stigma off off of their race. I mean, really, I, I personally, I think it's just it's really messed up, you know. So it's like the the new form of uh, sorry to interrupt you the new form of uh, segregation in society that's taking basically, place right basically it's like it's like a new era segregation so I mean I I guess we can think about like back in the sixties you know we we haven't gotten rid of segregation we haven't gotten rid of it yeah and I feel like with the government today not trying to point out the government the American government but the actual racial profiling has increased and instead of uh, tending to oh, yeah. hit the decrease point you oh, know yeah. you're definitely right. I mean, uh, as you can see, we are not, as immigrants, we are not uh, favored. It's, we're not favored in, um, in the American uh, society right now. So, I have a quick question for you. Uh, for you, any experiences uh, about racial profiling that you would want to share with us? Not personal, but, you know, like my dad or my uncles, I was, I, like I was explaining to you earlier, my dad runs a landscaping and tree trimming business and... One day he he was at Home Depot and as he was walking out, a white male approached him, and uh, he started saying, "Oh, you effing spick, this and that." You know, he started using a lot of racial term or a lot of uh, racial slurs and you know such against him. And he he said, you know, he said, he told him he's like, "You're the reason why this country is failing economically." My dad took a step back and he says, "Sir, I I think you're wrong." He says, "A lot like if if you look at statistics, a lot of the money that's." It's not our problem. It's not just me and my people. It's you guys too. Like, we're putting all this money, or the government per se is putting all this money into like the military and stuff. So it's not us. It's making the government go. Um, you know, it's not. It's not us making us go into economic failure. It's it's everyone. Right. So. It it cannot be. Uh... It, it shouldn't be a problem that targets specific individuals, you know? We should, as, as a whole society, come together to fix those problems, you know? Exactly. Um, and it's not, it's not just a new problem, you know? You look, you look back into history, you look, like you take Hitler and the, the Holocaust, it's the same thing. You know, they're trying to, they're trying to find a scapegoat for their problems. And that's correct, what he did. Correct, exactly. And how he targeted the Jewish people exactly. who he felt that they were a, um, they were not a, as, um, what do you call the word? They were not as a built society. They're not as superior. Superior, correct. Correct. Uh, I've had some uh, racial profiling incidents in a way that uh, personally, I mean, I've been not physically attacked, but um, verbally attacked by people. Actually, I was probably like 12, 13, and it happened in a, in a small town in Arizona called uh, Cornville, Arizona, which is, if I'm not mistaken, mainly Anglo-Saxon communities and we were at some casino that was nearby there i walked into the restroom i i did my business i, I, I was washing my hands 
and I could feel that someone was was uh, uh, seeing me, like putting a lot of attention on me. And you feel those moments when people are, are watching you. And I watched through the mirror some some Caucasian man uh, was standing washing his hands. Uh, he looked at me, had a Mexico hat on. He looked at me and asked me, so what does that M stand for in your hat? I, I told him, oh, it stands for Mexico, sir. I was very respectful. And he told me, oh, don't you find that a little inappropriate to be wearing in America? I mean, I don't. I didn't really understand at the time like what it really meant, what he meant with that, right? But I knew that in a way I felt... I felt attacked, you know. I felt yeah. attacked just just by the way I was dressed. Like, like, why did he? Why did he put so much emphasis on my appearance and not not the personality, right? Exactly. Exactly, um, and it is a discriminatory practice, and it it's also seen through officials. I mean, if you think about it, police are major contributors to oh, yeah. uh, to the racial profiling problems. Oh yeah, in America. Yeah, you you look at uh, like statistics and. One of the one of the things that we were going over in our English class to remember is, like, I think it was in New York, majority of the stops that were based off of racial profiling. Oh, side note, they call they they say that racial that their use of racial profiling in in New York is actually, it's used to reduce crime, you know. So so get that around your mind. Um, so they're visualing all those people who are different races as criminals. That's exactly. pretty much what they're doing. Exactly. You know, but as I was saying, a lot of the stops, in majority of those stops, it was more Caucasian or Anglo-Saxon uh, persons that were found carrying a weapon or drugs or drug paraphernalia instead of Mexicans, African-Americans, and Asians combined. And if you think about it, most of the stops are not, uh, most police do not stop those Anglo-Saxon uh, the Anglo-Saxon, they, they mainly focus on the different races, which most of the time are not the actual people involved in criminal activities yeah. or anything like that, right? I mean, I mean, let's not let's not ding the cops, you know, for for this, but it's yeah, sadly that, that that's a truth that it's more minorities that are targeted for for these attacks. No, and sadly you can see it everywhere. I mean, oh yeah, you you hear of a of a crime. In this case, when we were learning about the uh, Adnan Sayed, the first thing uh, you hear his name, the first thing they mention, Muslim. If it would have been, um, I don't know, some guy with a, with a white name, they wouldn't have said, oh, Caucasian. That must have a factor in it. No. it never, it's never a factor when it's, it's a, a, when it's a it's white male. But it, it, in, if it's a different race, it becomes a factor. Oh, yeah. Why is that? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's racial profiling is what it is. Um, but I, that's unjust in, in in all levels. Is, it, is it, it is? Not? It is. You you know how how, how or let's let's look at this travel ban that that Trump just got passed. The Supreme Court just approved. You know you're 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 taking his exact words were, we're, we're not letting these individuals in because they're from countries of a majority Muslim, community. So what what does that say? Like are. It's are are we just are we just not letting them come into our country just because they're coming from countries that where extremist Muslim views are practiced? You know, it's it's not. And he's including all these people of of this country into this into his circle of uh, criminalizing all of them. Exactly. So then it doesn't become a factor of just racial profile. It becomes a factor of discrimination. Correct. Which works hand in hand. You get me. 
and it works in it, we don't have to go as far as as like uh, countries and and the whole nations or anything like that. I don't know if you heard of the case of of the gay couple who who wanted to get married and wanted a a cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went to the baker mm-hmm. and they told them they wanted a cake, but a wedding cake. Once they told them what was going to be on the cake, I think they just wanted a white cake. But when he saw that they were a gay couple, a gay couple, um, he said no to them. It was something like that. I, I think, I yeah. think he said. I think there was there was something on the cake was signifying that they were a homosexual couple. Right. And I mean, there there's nothing wrong with homosexual couples. No, there's nothing wrong. I mean, and we and we have to think about it. It's the twenty first century, you know. Exactly. You know, we we just passed a, a national legislation saying that homosexual or marriage of the same sex is is legal. Um, but yeah, I, I think we have to we have to look at this individual and say, you know what, his his argument was his his religion is against right. Not. I th- homosexuality it's not something along those he, lines uh, according to him and according to what I read before I, he, he mentioned something that of his practices of religion did not go did not go hand in hand with, with what he was doing because according to him God never said in the Bible that men and men should marry he said that men women should marry yes but I mean I've heard many incidents like that um, there was a Pope uh, at the time when um, Michelangelo was painting the chapel in Italy you know, Michelangelo was uh, gay. Uh, the Pope was very close. Uh, I'm, I, don't, I don't remember the Pope's name. He was very good friends with Michelangelo. And all the bishops and cardinals used to tell him, I think Michelangelo may have something for you, or, or, or you may feel some attraction to him. The Pope looked at them and told them, you know that homosexual people are also going to go to heaven. You know that, right? So, so if religion has already visualized that it's not wrong, why did that person, ha- like, take that, take the fact that some people in religion already accept it, but some individuals still do not accept the fact that we should we should treat all people equally, you know, and show love, more love for society. I, I mean, I don't I don't know specifically about the case. Yeah, I don't think he did it in a derogatory way. I think he was just saying, you know, like I don't believe in this. Like I I don't want to go against my religion. Um, and and it's fine, you know, because he he was he was practicing his his First Amendment, which says that we we have to let people practice their their religion as they please. We we have no say in what and how they practice their religion or correct, you know. correct. But c- could you also consider it not only that, but can you consider it discriminating to the gay couple you, from you the part of of uh, you could go that route. the baker you could go that route that he was he was. Just because they're a gay couple, you know, but I, I don't know. I feel, I feel like I'm only backing up this gay couple, but you you know if I don't know if you've ever walked into a store and you see, and you see a sign that says we have the right to to not service anywhere to refuse service. Right, right. But could like let's say you would walk into a place and there's a sign, there's the exact same sign, but it, it reads it reads we refuse the right to to um. What does the sign read again? Sorry. We, we withhold the right to refuse service. We withhold the right to refuse service. And in, instead of saying, like, to the people that we choose, it says, like, oh, to gay people, uh, to Mexicans, to blacks. Don't well, you that, find, change, that changes the story. Right. But doesn't that, in a way, also change the what what the baker was doing? That was pretty much what the baker was doing verbally, not not, not putting it out there, but that's, that's pretty much what he was doing, right? Like, he mm-hmm. was telling the gay couple, 
I refuse the right to serve you because you're different. I don't, like I said, I don't think he said it like that. I think he just said it, like, I'll service you, like, uh, you know, but I, I just don't, since I don't, I don't want to be a part of this, I don't want to be condoning this because it's against my religion. Correct. But I, sure, I mean, like like you're saying, it, it, it does seem like like it was discriminatory of him to not service the couple. Correct, correct. And we should all just be good people, I mean. If if that if that gay couple is happy being together, we should let them be happy together. You know, we shouldn't target those people. And going back to racial profiling, same thing. I mean, why would you target a person who's a different color? Maybe it looks a little different than you, but they're still good people. I mean, you have to get to know them before actually segregating them, before yeah, exactly. actually pointing them out. You know. Exactly. I, I, you can't. You just you just can't do that. Maybe you know maybe maybe it's just a, maybe it's just a view that that we have because because we we've been through that and we we feel different and I mean may, maybe from from the perspective of, of these people you know I don't want to point fingers or anything but again we we go back to it's mainly Anglo Saxons and Caucasians that are that are practicing this racial discrimination well not actually not you know we we go back to the summer. With the Argentinian man that that pushed over the the Mexican man's little food food cart. Right, correct, and, 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 and you've also seen it. Sorry to interrupt you again. Uh, in the Trump rallies that happened, now there was a lot of uh, Hispanic people actually in favor of Donald Trump. I'm not saying Donald Trump oh, is a yeah, bad yeah. person. I'm not saying he's not a good president, but even though he was he was pointing out so much uh, the Mexican people, he was he was saying so much trash. Just speaking a lot of things that he shouldn't have said about the Mexican mm-hmm. people, and still Mexicans were still supporting him, which is which is ironic because it it, it doesn't go well. You you get me? I mean, yeah. it, I cannot offend you and then and then offend someone else, but then you support me because I offended someone else. Um, yeah, it's 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 weird. It's a weird concept. That they, I don't know. Maybe maybe they felt that they didn't fit under that that umbrella. You know. Uh, but we all fit. We're all immigrants. Oh, it, yeah. it, America is the nation of, of the immigrants, you oh, know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we don't have the right to say, I'm, you know, this is my country because it's not. We took this country away from right. a, a group of people which is highly underrepresented. Correct. And, and I believe that, too. I mean, we're all immigrants here, man. It doesn't matter if you're an Anglo-Saxon, Mexican, Hispanic. Uh, Asian, it doesn't matter. I mean, you're all immigrants, and that's what makes America so great because it's so diverse, culturally diverse, that it comes together to to form this uh, society that it's not seen everywhere. You get me? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. nowadays there's more diversity everywhere, but you can you can truly say that it was this was the first country to do that. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, I mean, any other factors that you may think are affecting racial profiling that are that are causing it to increase do you find that the government is a huge factor as in the increase of racial profiling not actually the decrease because of how in this case the president it's targeting people do you feel that that that's a huge factor for us well like i said um we we go to we go back to this idea of the police using it as a way of "Quote unquote reducing crime," but but really, I mean, can we can we really see that as a you know as a as a valid as a valid argument? And then you can all you. It's pretty hard to have a peaceful society and all people from different cultures to to live uh, peacefully, 
when when you have in this case not trying to target the president but when the president it's targeting other people other individuals like you said he was targeting the muslims he targeted the mexicans it's pretty hard it's pretty hard for all of us to be united you get me because there's people who feel so there's people who practice this racial profiling who who discriminate other people and they feel in a way supported by by the president because of the assumptions that he's making and the decisions that he's taking so what's your intake on that do you do you have you seen that as well have you seen that in your society in your community has, oh, yeah. has that affected in your community oh yeah that's i mean it's 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 been pretty big you know we we look at there it's hard to explain like we we look at these people that they're they're trying to they're trying to say like oh you know it's not a thing but but it yeah it is you know you look, look around we're we're all second we're all like pushing to these little communities like we have like the stereotypical like little you know Chinatown or little Italy you know or like the little you know little area that's just Mexicans or just just uh, African Americans. So how how do we say that it's not a problem? It it's an ongoing problem and and for you, who seems to be the most targeted group in America? Who do you think is the most targeted group? Well, it's it's changed throughout time. You know, we we look first back in the 1700s, 1800s, into the 1960s, it was the Afri- it was Africans and African Americans. In that, you know, as a side note, back like in the 1920-ish, or 1910s, when the gold, um, when they started building the road, oh, that's actually farther back. My history's telling me right now. But we had that time where, where Asians, specifically Chinese, were being targeted you know, for being a different right. even Native Americans as you go Native further Americans, back. Yeah, you, you go, go further way back further to back. Uh, Andrew Jackson times. Twelve exactly. years. Exactly. You, you know, they made them walk from. I, I don't remember exactly what. Long distances. They made and them walk. They removed distances. them from their land. They removed them from the land, and then they push them into a completely different. You know, some of these were used to maybe like mountain, uh, mountain, mountain land or woods, and they push them into these prairies, and they're like, you know, what and do we deserts do? Deserts and stuff. Desert. You know, and if you think about it, it's. It's also happening right now. We're not getting pushed out of the land, like physically getting pushed, but through the actions that are taking place, in a way, we feel like we're getting segregated, you know? Exactly. Oh, we're, yeah. we're getting pulled aside from society. It's now this creation of, of, of different groups, like you mentioned, different mm. societies. Uh, some people, some people who, who segregate, who are in favor of this, they, they, they see themselves as superior to other people. Yeah. We can't, we can't really say that. I mean, I don't know if you heard this phrase, uh, somos mas americanos. That's uh, Spanish. Uh, in English, it, it reads, we're more American. And that's a term that's been highly used in Mexico. And it's, you know, it, there's actually a song in it, and it speaks, you know, they took land away from us. Mexico, we used to have California, Arizona, New Mexico, you know, all these states. That's a Wyoming. We had Wyoming. And it says they took all these states away from us. And now we're foreigners in our own country. Yeah, how they not call us citizens if we were citizens before they were? Exactly. And and, and we're not trying to we're not trying to make it seem as though the Mexican people are better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's for all that's for all cultures. I mean, how do you segregate an African American person if they're also Americans? I mean, exactly. they were here. Exactly. They were they were here. You know, before some of us were. That's um, correct. Yeah, so I mean, going going back to your question, it's not really one side group. I think right now we can argue that it's 
mo mostly Latinos and Middle Eastern, you know, because of because of the current administration. You know, I I, I mean, I don't I don't want to say that, that it's bad or anything or that we're being targeted too much. You know, well, I, I guess you can't say too much. I guess we shouldn't be targeted at all. We shouldn't. I but you know that that's the answer to the question. You know, it's it's mostly right now in this age and time it's it's mostly latinos and do you feel that sometimes Eastern. the outside actions that take place in america have a, a huge impact in this case like going back to 2001 when 9 uh, 9 11 happened and and after that how bush um targeted so much the muslim uh, oh. society and and now going forward now 2017 how trump is targeting the mexican people going back how how in um, World War Two they were targeting the Japanese, you see? Do you, do you feel like sometimes the um, foreign affairs play a factor in the uh, in the discrimination in our own country oh, and yeah. the internal problems? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. Again, you know, I feel, I feel like with this with this conversation, we're, just, we're pointing fingers a lot. But if we look at the conservative agenda, we look at Bush, and we see similarities between. Bush's administration and Trump's administration. Bush actually passed an executive order, I think, of like a few months or maybe a year after nine eleven, saying that the government held the right to try anybody suspected of terrorism, any individual suspected of terrorism. They had the right to try them under a military jury or military-based jury. And then now we have this travel ban and I, I guess a lot of it does stem from, like, 9-11 and events like that. So it's like, what, what are we trying to say here? Like, do we, just because we have a bad event, like, are we going to start just slowly pushing people away? And pointing fingers because that's pretty much what is happening, you know? Exactly. Something bad happens. Something bad happens and it's with a person from a different culture. They'll point fingers towards that culture. Mm -hmm. But why don't, why don't they ever say... And again, I'm not trying to point fingers out here or anything. But when do they ever say, like, let's say there's a mass shooting by by an American man. When do they say, oh, this Anglo-Saxon man. Exactly. Uh, and they point the finger toward the uh, Anglo-Saxon community. I'm not not trying to point fingers anywhere, you know. But but they don't. You know, we, we look at this Vegas shooting. I feel like it's kind of early to be too early to talk about this. But we look at the Vegas shooting. There was a Caucasian man. And they're saying, oh, he's mentally ill. I, I don't think so. You know, let, let's let's talk about that for a minute. How how do you get 20-some rifles up into a hotel? You know, whatever floor of, the, of that hotel. And we're talking and about a renowned hotel, right? Oh, yeah. Very renowned hotel. So, a lot of these hotels, people don't know if you're carrying a firearm or even if you're carrying a good good size amount of luggage. They're gonna ask if they can see your luggage, and sometimes if you if you deny, then they won't let you stay. So, how how do you tell me that he's mentally insane? If he it had to have taken him days to get all these rifles up there, to get all this ammunition up there, you know, and plan out the attack. But you know, this is what we're, we're talking about racial profiling. So, in the end, they they after the shooting, they said he was mentally deranged. I I don't think so. You know, and when things like that happen with someone else. Even they're, the Sandy Hook shooting. They're not mentally ill. And, and when it's someone with a different, they're not mentally ill. Yeah. They make a, oh, you know, he had these, like, really, uh, like, prejudiced views because yeah, of, of his re religious beliefs Correct. or, you know, things like that. Uh, referring back to 
what we're actually learning in English, the Arnaud Sayed uh, story, how they how they pointed fingers on the fact that, oh, he's a Pakistanian. And in Pakistan, they see women as less. They see men as being superior. So so the the people, if even if they say they didn't, they still thought about it. Even judges thought about it. Like, okay, maybe it can be true, and that's why he killed her. But why why did they automatically point towards his culture, you get me? They they should they should point to the individual. It's always the individual because me I can be a Mexican guy, Mexican person, which I am, right? Mm. And, and and be a good citizen, but be a bad citizen. But not just because I'm Mexican makes me a bad citizen or a good citizen. You get me? Yeah. The actions is what defines the person. Exactly. Or you look into your case, you know, going going back to this, you have uh I think you said Arabic descent. Uh, in some in some part of some family. So your name Khalid, people might automatically you know. We we look at you. and Some people might say, oh, you know, he's Mexican. But other people they hear your name is like, oh yeah, he looks Middle Eastern. So, you know, names automatically spark up. Uh, Adnan Sayed. We're talking about Adnan You know, they, they spark they spark up these ideas. And what like in the court they said, oh. Uh, you know, maybe he there's all these people from his Muslim community. Maybe they're here supporting him, but in reality, they just want to get him like get enough money to get him bailed out so that he can escape to his country. Right. And then what's he gonna do? And and, and it's just weird how they said his country, not knowing the fact that he was American. He was born in America, raised exactly. in America, and was from exactly. Baltimore. Exactly. And they they automatically pointed fingers as to saying Pakistanian, like oh he's gonna escape to Pakistan. Exactly. It's. It's a, it's a problem that it's seen so big, it's seen, it's seen so often that people do not pay much attention to it. Because, like you said, it's seen not only, it easily through names, names, names gives it away. Oh, yeah. Khalid Luna, Khalid, oh man, no, Luna, oh Mexican. See, it's... It's it's Wait, weird. You have, you have audibles like me, Sylvester Silva. You know, not everybody associates Sylvester as a Mexican name or as a Latino name. I've had a lot of people actually. I mean, you look at my skin tone. I'm I'm not that dark. But people are like, oh Sylvester, oh he's white. Oh he's a, I've got an Italian. I've got an uh, he's Filipino. I'm like I, just because I have chinky eyes doesn't mean I'm <laughs> Asian or Pacific Islander. You know, it's, it's 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 a lot of this really goes off of really small details. Right, details that are sometimes pointless. Like I said, we shouldn't look at the individual's race or the way they look. We should look at the individual itself. The way the individual carries out its personality, the personality of the individual, the character, the persona, all these things should be the fa- the determinant factors to judge a person. And not even then, you can judge an individual. Because uh, what what would you think if you're a Mexican kid and you're down in San Diego? And they and immigration stops you and tells you, "Can I see your papers?" But then there's another car in the back, and they're from a different race or something, and they don't stop them. Yeah, it, you know it, it's. And it happens. It happens it every does. single day. It does, and it's gonna keep happening. You know, I I think yesterday on the news we were hearing that they want to start these uh, like. Roundups, in Spanish they call them uh, redadas, which means roundups, um, where they're gonna start going house to house, you know, and they're gonna start trying to, you know, find people illegal immigrants, basically. And is that, do you find that um, in a way violating our constitution in some way? 
it it's it's a really gray area because you look at them it's like well technically they're not supposed to be in this country so they don't they quote-unquote don't have the same rights as american citizens but it's kind of like you look at the and a lot of these people they're fleeing these countries because it's so bad you know we don't take into consideration yeah. the problem that these the problems that these people are facing and and countries. and let's not only put an emphasis on mexican people because i i feel like we tend to say to speak mexican people because we're mexican ourselves but <laughs> there's there's other countries that have it way worse. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have countries like Venezuela, Colombia, where they're in a constant civil war, man. Countries, yes. with, countries where it's either you stay and die or you flee because you have to flee. There's no way back. So yeah. it's so sad to see how those people are arrested and they're crying and, and pleading that, I mean, I can't go back to my country because if I go back, I'm going to die. Yeah, or you, you look at like countries in Eastern Europe and in the Middle East, like, like Romania. That I actually... Here is another story. We actually had some Romanian uh, Romanian refugees come to my house. They 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 came and they were begging for food. They had they they had uh, crossed the ocean in a boat from Romania to Mexico, and then they crossed the border on by foot, you know, through the desert, and they made it here. And they they knew very little Spanish, you know, so it was really hard to communicate with them. But they asked. They asked my dad, I think he was at a gas station, the, the man asked him, you know, sir, do you have food that, you know, or could you buy me food? Because, you know, I'm starving. I, we, me and my family, we just made it here. And we, you could tell this, like, they, that you could tell that, that this man was, you know, they, they were in deep trouble. And he said, you know what, come over. And it turns out that they had a flood from Romania because they were persecuting, uh, not persecuting, but they were targeting Muslims a lot. And they were... They were just telling them, you know, you need to get out of our country. If not, we're going to go after you. And it happens everywhere. I mean, um, I tend to listen to the Mexican songs, right? And there's this song uh, that's uh, sang by a very famous group, Los Tigres del Norte. And it talks about, the song is called, in Spanish, it's called uh, Tres Veces Mojado. In English, it means three times, like, being wet. Well, you know what they refer as to, quote-unquote, wet back, you know? Wet, yes. yes but and they call yes, it three times because they had to be... They had to co- cross three different countries in which they were never welcomed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking and, about. And we, as, as Mexicans, how can we not welcome a person who's trying to flee a country? And we're also, in a way, segregating them. So this is not a problem of America. It's a problem everywhere. Hey, the, you see people from, from Southern America go to Mexico and we treat them bad. We give them the worst jobs. Why? Oh, yeah. Why if, if, if they speak the same language, they look like us. If, if quote-unquote, that's a problem that they don't speak the same language or not going to look like us, then why are we segregating these individuals? It's not even that. You, you look at here in the U.S., just because someone's from the South, we automatically make stereotypes about them like, oh, they're rednecks, they're hicks, they're this and that. Yeah. Just because they're from a different area and they, they're practi- or their their culture's a little bit different than ours. But in, in reality, you know, we're all the same. We're from the same country. We're, we're all the same, man. I mean, there's great people everywhere. There's bad people everywhere. I mean, who tends to be the most segregated? That should be a problem that, that should stop, you know? I mean, it's it's an ongoing problem that has no point to it. There's no point as to this segregation. Where is segregation getting us? Nowhere. It's 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 keeping us from being that great nation. Exactly. If we're that great nation, then why don't we become the greatest nation 
if we all can work together, you know? You know, let's not take it too far, you know? We don't want to sound plutonic here. But, <laughs> I mean, like... Look, no, but that's at... for all nations. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like, yeah, universally. Yeah. Why can't we not become this not perfect world because nothing is perfect, but this more peaceful world that exactly. that's more loving? Why, why don't we take Trump's, uh, his, his, his motto, which is make America great again. Why don't we make it great again? By reunite by you know by by reuniting as an actual country that accepts people for who they are, you know maybe maybe it's hard to look back into history and actually find a time frame where that was a thing. You know because it has never really been a thing. It has never really been a thing. So I mean I guess we can't say make we write it down and we write it down in a great document like the Declaration of Independence. We We write down stuff in the Bill of Rights. We write stuff everywhere. But we just don't do it. Why? What's your opinion on that? Why? Why is this country, if it's so modern, so out there, the greatest nation, according to everyone, why? Why do we lack these problems, man? I don't know. I, I can't answer that Why question. do other places seem to be more accepting? I mean, you take places like... I don't know. I mean, you've heard of uh, France, how a long time ago they were more accepting to the homosexual people, everyone. Why do other smaller nations seem to be more accepting than us, if we're supposed to be such a nation? I I think it's because maybe they they understand what these people are going through. They say, you know what, if they don't want to take you, if they don't want to accept you for you, we will. If they don't want to take you in because you're different, we're going to take you in. That's true, and, and we're such a great nation, I mean, not trying to minimize the the greatness of America, because, hey, I'm proud to say I'm American and Mexican as well, but, hey, America has given, has given me many opportunities that I have not been able to find anywhere else, you know? America gave me education, America gave me the language that I now know, that I did not know when I was born, uh, a language that may take me to different places, the education, the free education that's out there, you know? Now, this great nation has problems, internal and external problems, but mainly the internal problems are that's what's killing society and what's killing this unity that can that can turn America into the greatest um, into a great power, a great unity of people. Exactly. You know? So I mean that was a good um that was a good intake on, on racial profiling. We heard of all sides, you know. We've we've had two different point of views and similar takes, different takes, you know, in different cases. And um, I hope people start to like this podcast and they take into consideration that hey, we're just two teenage guys trying to show our opinion out there in society, trying to make a difference, trying to uh, take this this knowledge that we have obtained through school and stuff and, and put it out there for people to hit certain topics that they may want to hear. And, well, thank you. This was The Lunafiles and with your host, Colleen, and my guest, Sylvester Silva. Take it away, my man. <laughs>